Sports fam, this is Matthew Lestalia back at it again. Um, I know that we've been getting a little inconsistent here, trying to work out the new schedule, especially in the face of coronavirus. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I said the words. Everyone's thinking it. Everyone's responding and reacting to it. I actually, um, I actually had a fair amount of internal strife, if you will, or uh, internal contemplation of whether or not this was something that I wanted to discuss on the show. Um, I'm hearing it everywhere, and I'm responding to it in my workplace. Um, it's impacting my life both personally and professionally, and personally professionally. That's what I'll refer to this show as. <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, it's it's I mean it's it's running thick and it's running hard through everyone's lives and and no matter what you think about it you are you're being impacted by it already. I'm I am sure. I have no doubt. I don't even have to say I'm sure you are. You are being impacted by it even if you don't realize it. I'm um, at this time the fact that it exists and it doesn't matter if you think that it's a significant thing or not or if you think it's insignificant. Um, that's actually something I want that I want to dive into a little bit with this. Um, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of we're dealing with a lot of I don't even want to call it information. We're dealing with a lot of noise right now. We are, depending on who you listen to and who you're trusting, you're getting. Um, perhaps some conflicting information um even if you're going to the 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 most quote-unquote reliable sources um to to gather information um sometimes it's hard to to draw conclusions and and what we as what we as pe as people and what we as humans have done that has ensured our survival to this point is we have relied on each other um and i don't mean and i mean that in every way i was gonna say i don't mean that in some some specific ways but i mean that in every way and i mean that even in the way that we rely upon what each other are doing and not like hey you go fish i'm gonna cut wood that whole division of labor thing is really what set us apart from from every other species that has existed uh before us and and that we have ever been aware of but outside of that we look at the way that other people are responding to things um imagine if everyone responded to a like back in the in the days of the hunters and gatherers and and we're we're pitching camps and we're you know we're, we're hunting down uh these animals and and we're trekking through the woods and and one of us gets one of us gets bit by a snake like think about if there's like two tribes right so you have uh tribe a tribe a is running around and they're they're hunting and tribe b is running around and hunting tribe a runs around and while the the group of hunters is out they go and get bit by a snake um one of them gets bit by a snake and goes down um and they bring him back. Uh, they try to help him. They let him rest. They give him some water. What the hell the cavemen know about about medicine? Essentially nothing. So they watch him die. Let's say he dies. 
Um, and they're like, well, old Johnny the Caveman's weak sauce. Like, he got bit by this tiny little strangly, stringy thing with no legs. And the hell's wrong with him? You know, and we're just, they keep going out. And they follow the same paths. They don't, they don't heed any, um, any sort of caution from that. Now, Tribeat is doing the same thing. They run out and they get bit by a snake. Uh, one of them gets bit by a snake and same, same situation goes down and they, so they watch their buddy die. And in response to that, everybody freaks out and they're like, we can't go out anymore because the risk of going out, like we're going to die and, and we got it. We have to like, just search for smaller game we can't get the buffalo and we're, we're we have to change our entire lives forever because timmy the caveman died and and we're all at risk now which one of those groups survives probably probably group c probably the ones that that didn't respond either of the way in the total extremes that acknowledged the risk paid attention to branches and vines and and twigs on the ground that appeared to be like snakes and we're like oh crap avoid that and and started to pay attention like hey you know what it seems like they uh they they these these stringy long things that come out and bite us and killed killed johnny over there seems like they like to come out during this time of the day and this time of the year and and they're they're typically in these types of areas and Maybe we should avoid, maybe we need to keep hunting, but when we're going out hunting, we need to avoid these areas. So maybe it's tribe C that instead of having an extremely negative reaction, whether it be overprotective or nonchalant uh, uh, to to the snakes, that they they actually ended up surviving and and us paying attention to those things and learning from them and and paying attention to how each other reacted like okay well not everyone's freaking out so you know but but we are we are taking this seriously but we're not scared and i think that that's like the difference between kind of concerned and scared is is one that perhaps that we should draw out and we should really pay attention to um, as it pertains to us today, because I think a lot of people don't want to be scared and no one has ever, that's the, the thing about this. The thing about the coronavirus is that nobody, nobody that is alive has gone through this type of global pandemic before. Like it has not happened in, in, in our lifetimes. So you you watch the responses to it and it's just to me it's been this like social experiment like dreamland and i i hate to put it like that but like i, I get i get real analytical and i just i get into this observation mode where i just kind of watch the world around me and i'm watching what other people do and um and, and it's just it's i'm so curious i'm cure i'm genuinely curious about it um because it's it's something that we haven't seen. And so how do we respond? And I mean, so I, I, I thought about this and it's been kind of bouncing around loosely in my head for a while. And I, uh, I was, I was out today and there were these, this group of soldiers, uh, over on the side of the, of this track, of this running track on, on the installation here. And on the, um, 
in this group that most a lot of them were in uh, their PT, their like physical training uniform, and they had just got done working out. And some of the some of the leaders had showed up. Um, some of the more uh, like intermediate kind of leaders had shown up. Uh, maybe even first line supervisors showed up, and they were in, they were in full uniform. And um, and I I just I'm I'm running, and I see and I'm and I hear them just occasionally as I'm as I'm wrap up, and I'm just I'm kind of walking, and I'm just trying to cool down and and you know not to do. Not to push myself too hard, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to stay active and I'm trying to keep my health up and everything and, and trying to do the things that are right that I feel that make sense and that are, uh, that are good for me and good for my, myself and thus good for the community and everyone around me. So I, uh, you know, I'm trying to stay in shape and, and, and I, but I'm hearing these guys and there's, uh, I just hear all of a sudden, a, a sharp snap by one of the leaders to, um, to one of the soldiers. And he says, uh. He said, why, why is it that you have to, that you question everything, anything that comes up, you have to question it. And that's like, and I, I'm, I'm on the track, so I don't really have that much time to, uh, to like catch the whole drift of it. But this is a scenario that I am sure anybody in a position of leadership that anybody has, uh, any of you guys have experienced that have, that have had any type of uh, leadership, whether it be, you know, in your family, uh, amongst your friends, um, you, there's always, there's always somebody out there that's just, that's like that, uh, oh, what do we call, like, a, a contrarian, I remember the first time I heard that expression, and it was apt for one of the, one of my leaders when I was a junior leader, <laughs> he's like, oh, this guy's, oh yeah, he's, he's a contrarian, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's perfect, I can't believe I've never heard that before, but we've all dealt with these, uh, these contrarians, and I think, um, I think it was, uh, it was interesting because I got to watch kind of the emotional snapping point for this leader. Uh, just like, why, why, why are you always questioning? Like, why can't you just take the guidance that we're giving you and execute? Like, just do it. I'm the leader. You're the subordinate. Do it. And, um, to, to a certain extent, I feel him. <laughs> I understand. Like, there's a... There's, I, I've come to this conclusion, I came to this conclusion after, you know, being in leadership for a, a little bit and, um, that there's a time and place for questions, right? And in the, in the scope of leadership, it's, it's up to the leader to determine when it is time to field questions and when it is time to take action and, and how it is best to go about pursuing that. And so for, for most I uh, said, I'm not, I'm not well versed in the, uh, in the running of businesses, you know, like I know what I've talked to from people that I've interviewed and stuff, but like what my leadership has always been, has been based in the military, you know, like I, I worked in the civilian sector and the private sector for quite a few years, uh, before I joined the military, but it was never in any sort of leadership capacity. Um, and so I didn't really have to, um, I didn't have to discern. I didn't have to, to handle that aspect of things um, or experiment with it. And so I, my experience with it is, you know, like with the military, there are very, there are times when you have very short suspenses and I'm imagining it's, just, it's the same pretty much everywhere. When you have a short suspense and you need to get something done and in your head as the leader, like you've come up with the plan, you're like, this way, this way it's going to happen. Like I've done this before. This way that we did it before, I had success, let's do it that way. And then you need your people, you need your your subordinates and your team to work 
cohesively together in order to accomplish that task in the time that you're allowed. Now, when there's usually always uh, a time suspense, so that's that's where the discussion comes into play. Um, are you how much time do you have, and do you have the time to give your guys the wine, um, or can you give your can you give your your folks your your team the an abbreviated why? Um, because it's your job to to instill the the motivation, you know, and in, to instill the purpose and to give them direction. Um, like that's that's what you have to do as a leader. That's the whole point. And so if you have not, I think this is a place where a lot of leaders actually fail. And I'm not saying that's where this guy that I happen to hear today where he failed. Maybe he was doing it awesome, and maybe he's got a pure contrary on his hands. It's just literally like his deal was to ask question after question after question, no matter what. Um, but it's you need you need to establish the trust in, in that relationship. The one thing that I cannot stand is that is when people, this is, this is really prevalent in the military that for young, young and old leaders alike, it doesn't really matter. It's for weak leaders. Weak leaders will rely on their rank. Um, they will be like, I am a sergeant. I am an officer. I am a captain. Like you will listen to me because, and they're, they're letting you know, they're like, Hey, I'm your senior. I outrank you and you'll listen to me. And that to me, that immediately, like if I hear that, if I'm on the receiving end of that, it lets me know that they can't back their position or their reasoning or their logic. They cannot provide me with purpose, direction and motivation. And I, my trust in them and my faith and confidence in, in their leadership is, is hurt is, uh, hindered to say the least. So if you don't need to have superior rank or a superior, uh, position in order to lead, that's, that's the beautiful thing. You'll see, you'll see natural charismatic leaders, um, that through their energy, through their charisma, through their zest, and and their wanting to accomplish the mission, just through their action, they spur more action, and they get that trust of the people around them. They're like, "Hey, man, this guy's digging in. This this gal, she she dove right into this thing head first, and it's just tearing it up. Like, oh, I can't let her do that alone. I can't let him do it alone. I got to get in there and help out, you know. And and you you build it that way, and you also build. So that's one way to build it is through action." is to build that trust and to build that family amongst your team in order to to help alleviate those unnecessary excessive questions um, that that you may feel like are questioning like your authority and and your your status and your position. One that's that's just I mean that's a human thing, but it's a um, it's an ego. It's an ego thing. And as much as you guys don't want to hear it, you guys and girls don't want to hear it. There's a, there's an ego aspect to it that you really got to check at the door when people are, are quote unquote challenging you. You know, if people, if someone's questioning what's going on, like it's you, you can look at it in multiple ways. And it's, I mean, sometimes it takes retraining in order to get you into a place that, that can receive, contradiction and can receive questioning um in a more positive way and it's like where 
where do you where do you fight that battle? Like, let's say you're there right now. Like, I could tell you, and I could I could continue on this path and say, this is what is good. This is how you do good things, and this is this is what you what you need to do in order to establish trust. And I I will do that. But I mean, it's but how do you get off of the path? So I I refer to this very frequently is that we have our we have all these neural pathways and these neural connections in our in our brain. We have these shortcuts that take us from from one thought to another to another thought and and the more that we have these types of of stimulus or these types of things that happen in our life so like it's like an event a reaction so there's there's an event and then and then there's your thought about it and your analysis and um your action and then there's the consequences, right? And so there's like the fallout. And so as you as you these similar types of events take place, you can you can start and, and like if you're able to like kind of like make a journal about the way that you respond to certain events. So like somebody uh something bad happened. You get bad news or you get news um that that more work has to be done and you look at that across the last month and you say okay when i got word that more additional work needed to be done what happened in my brain how did i react and and it would be hard to go back to maybe not necessarily to be able to fully capture what it is that you were thinking at the time um but as you're going back through you as you're as you go back over the month you can really look at what you did okay what were the actions all right and as you go through the actions and you're starting to remember what it is that you did maybe you can start remembering um the thoughts that led you to get to what you got done um and then and as you're working through that then you're going to start like just the, just the simple act of you working through that you taking the time to work through that to see what you did it's going to bring more attention to what you do now and what you did over the last week will become a lot more clear like oh yeah okay that did happen and then this is what happened this is what i thought and i was like man screw y'all but then i went and did this and then the work was okay and it got done i got done on time blah 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 but you're able to identify that neural pathway because it's it's like okay when this happens my i default to this i go this direction mentally and so i know when that happens that like and and, and so you could you, this isn't even to say that that's a bad thing the neural shortcuts though those 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 what i like to refer to those they're like pathways right like the first time an event happens you respond you go through it and it's like walking through a path in a forest that has never been walked through before right and so like you're stepping on the leaves and you're stepping on the grass and you're pushing it down you're pushing some vines out of the way and you're you're like clearing the brush like you're not even clearing it like you're just moving it with your arms out of the way 
Um, and then a similar event happens again. And like, oh, okay, well, now you're pushing it. And like, now you got to, you know, you're, like you're, you're breaking some branches as you go through. And you're still kind of pushing stuff out of the way. And each time, then you like, the next time you're like grabbing a machete. You're like, okay, I've done, I've been here before. I kind of know what it takes to get through. Chop, chop, chop. And I'm getting, I'm going to, I know how to get from this point to the next point easy. Because I've done it before. And so then the, you know, by that time, the fifth time, the sixth time, the seventh time, the 17th time, the 37th time. You're like the the branches are cleared out of the way. The grass is, is is dead. There's a there's a path, and to the point where like you think about this, and in an event, similar events can happen, like a a dozen times a day. A similar mental event where you where you reinforce it, and so play that out over the 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 weeks and the months and the years that you've been alive, <laughs> the decades, um, and, and think about how that that path that green glorious lush jungle is now this like firmly built up beautiful extremely efficient 17 lane highway that is just woof, you're just cruising light speed from from your the event that occurred to the and to your end reaction state. It's and, and you've done it. And so the more that you do it, the the more firmed up that path is. And I'm not saying that the transition, like I said, that's not a bad thing. That can be a great and glorious thing if you're having the reactions that you want to be having. If you're having and how do you know if it's a reaction that you want to be having? That's a good question. Like like is it is it good? Well, like what's the result? How do I figure it out? Well, one thing is to pay attention to the people around you. <laughs> How are they responding when you walk in? Are they like, oh, God, like something, some news happens and your team watches you receive. Oh, you guys are going to have to work until like 1800. And, and your whole team's looking at you like, oh, Johnny's going to freak out. Sally's going to lose her mind. <laughs> and you're like, because and they already know because that's your go to. And so start looking at it. Start looking at the way that and people are anticipating you to come out with this information and is that what you want do you want people to respond the way that they are currently responding to you or if they're like oh and you know what this sucks but i know that like sally's always got the she's got an answer and and, and she knows how to divvy up the work and she's not going to make all of us stay you know she's like she's going to be able to say all right i need you and you to do this like who wants who of the team wants to be able to knock this part of the task out uh who wants to go grab us some food and we're gonna you know it's gonna be a late night guys but listen we got this we, we've done it before you guys know what to do. Like, let's dig in. I need you over here. I need you over here. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. I trust you. I got it. Like, we've done this and Sally knows what's going on. Great. Um, is that what's happening? And like, people are like looking at you and they're already like, yeah, cool. We got it. Like, point the direction and we got you if they even need it anymore. I was like, oh God, no, she's going to freak out. <laughs> she's she's going to blow up. And it may, maybe it's not anything, uh, maybe it's not anything that extreme on either side. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, but like pay attention. And that's a way to help assess what what you got going on right now, um, and and to figure out again that assessment, that time, that introspection that I'm asking you to take is what will allow you to identify where you need to adjust your thoughts and focuses, and and, and how much time and energy you need to put into it um, in order to. Uh, to, to get the changes to lead the kind of life, to be the type of leader that you want to be and to, to see the type of improvements that you want to see and, and, and to 
to invoke the type of energy and inspiration that you want to that that you want to have. Um, if you if you are seeing that you're in a spot where you're like, yeah, you know what, it's okay. I'm not awful. People aren't like scared when I'm coming up to talk to them, you know. But they don't seem necessarily happy or excited either. And, then, and, and then maybe maybe we're cool, but like, do they? I don't know if they really do trust me. Like, and so when you start looking at your historical actions and, and emotional responses, and you look at the way that people are responding to you emotionally, physically, um, physiologically, all of that, and um, you can really start putting the pieces of the puzzle together that are you, the you pieces of the puzzle. And, and with that, you can start trying to interject. And so at first, this is going to be a hindsight is 2020 kind of thing. Hold on one second. I'm, I got a funny side story to tell you guys. So I just had to reach over and grab my water. My throat is on absolute fire, if you can't tell. And it has been... I've been battling an issue for like... Gosh, it's been it's been since before the show. So I've, you've never experienced me without it. Uh, but it's... I, I, I have some... I have some vocal issues ironic <laughs> i know i know with the with the chosen profession one in the military i'm uh i'm in intelligence and so that, that's like typing and talking is essentially the job <laughs> like you have to relay information in a clear and effective manner <laughs> it's, it's hilarious to me uh, and then and then i'm like you know what i should do i should do a podcast you know what else i should do i should do, i should train people in like large classes where i have to <laughs> where i have to uh I have to really put my voice out there. I got to make sure that I I'm clear and articulate and enunciate for an entire room full of like up to hundreds of people at a time. <laughs> and I and I want to do more. I want to host events where there's like five thousand people. I, at that time, I get it. It's just like now there's a microphone. It makes makes life a little bit easier. But I'm actually going through um through speech therapy. Now, because apparently I don't know how to talk. <laughs> that's that's one of the things. Like, yeah, you got this problem, this problem, and um, we got to kind of retrain you on how to speak. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I've been messing up for uh, for about thirty years, so let's, let's get this right. <laughs> let's let's get me fixed. So uh, so yeah, that's that's the the fun little side story. But yeah, so um, so yeah, okay. Back to where we were. If you um. So you you want to start looking at like I said hindsight's going to be 2020 and you're going to be like stuff's going to happen you're going to react like you're going to fly down that highway that you've already got built and it's going to be you're going to the idea here at least in the beginning isn't necessarily to jump in and be able to like pull the mental car I'm really just going to try to push this analogy out. let's see let's see how far we can ride this thing out um if you can pull over your mental that 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 halt that mental train that's on the tracks, um, g- cruising down, um, if you're able to halt that mid mid thought and stop it, like that's that's the medium range goal, right? Okay, I'm not I'm not asking you and I'm not expecting you to be able to do that today, tomorrow, next week. If you can. Props, bet money, get some. I'm about it. Like own it. <laughs> but it's not the expectation. All right. Like if you're not doing that, if you know that you're not doing what you want to do, 
and you know that there's room, there's there's a place that you could be better. Um, one the 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 single most amazing thing you could do today is acknowledge where it is that you could be better. And if you can't acknowledge anywhere that you could be better, that you could respond better, that you could establish better relationships and establish more trust and create better bonds and more efficiency and just a happier life for you and your team and your family and everyone around you. If you can't acknowledge that there's a space that you can do that, then like, all right, man, you, you, you won life. Like, you're you're good don't listen to my show anymore because you don't need help with anything and that's what i'm here to do i'm here to to help guide you guys and girls to a place that is improved upon and progressed from where you're at now because stagnation is is poison it is it is the worst thing i would rather this sounds crazy but hear me out i would rather be cruising my way to rock bottom versus being stagnant because i stagnation is To me, stagnation happens when you're comfortable. Stagnation is like you plateau. Like you're going through and and things are going well and, you know, pretty comfortable. You don't like, you got the, you got enough money to support the lifestyle that you have now. Maybe, maybe you're doing okay and like you got yourself a boat and you're able to go out with the fellas and take them, go fishing and drink some beers and take the kids out every once in a while and take them fishing and, and uh, you're barbecuing, you know, a couple times a month with the friends in the neighborhood. And you're drinking some cold beer with, at watching the game or whatever, you know. And, and, it, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like the, you know, <laughs> I guess the uh, makeshift or the some somebody's American dream. It's not mine. That's not my American dream. I, I allowed myself to to get caught up in that and to, and, and it, it's just so empty. It just, to me, it felt so empty and it just felt like, all right, well, what am I doing? You know, like I'm not, I'm not on the increase. I'm not on the move. Like, it's just like, I'm just here. I'm just, I just exist. I can't, I can't live. Like, and it's just, it's, it's so frustrating. It's like, you feel like you could do more. And like, if I don't, I don't necessarily want to say that crashing to rock bottom is better than that. But like, if you're like on a, on a downward t- trend, like if you're like fighting and, and scraping and crawling and you're climbing up this mountain and there's just dirt under your fingernails and you're just you're you're ugh, you're pushing and you're going up and then like you slip and you're falling like oh crap like you're nope missed a step and you're falling you're like oh like man I gotta watch out for those rocks and like okay I got, let me catch let me how do I how do I get my balance oh there we go okay I caught myself all right now I've got I'm gonna get my bearing again and I'm gonna climb back up you know and it's like it's that it's that uh that flux, that undulation that is, that's exciting. It's like, that's the zest of life. That's, that's, that's living. Um, and it's not to be, it's not, it has nothing to do with like adrenaline. It just has to do with progress. It has to do with like, we're alive and we're only here for so freaking long. Like, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with your time? Like, are you going to spend most of your time watching other people do stuff? That's crazy. It's crazy to me. 
Like, how can you spend four... If you watch one football game on a Sunday, it's like four hours. You watched somebody else do stuff for four hours. That's... That is a fourth of, like, your waking time? <laughs> it's a quarter of your day. A quarter of your awake time on the weekend. That's that's your free time that you've given up to watch somebody else do something. And don't get me wrong. I love football. But I'll tell you what. My most favorite thing that has happened, and, you know, cast me as a sinner if you want to, but I love the 15-minute uh, YouTube re- recaps of the game. Like they, I watch them. I watch those now more than than any anything because it gives me. It cuts out like all of the in between play stuff. It cuts out all the commercials, it, and you'll watch like a whole drive down, a whole drive back, and you'll watch the whole game in fifteen minutes, and you'll see pretty much gosh darn near everything that happened, and uh, and so so I do that. And I just saved myself three hours and 45 minutes. No, I get it. If it's like there's a social event, you're having friends over and there can be more to it. And that's, and that's fine. I just, I, I'm just saying that progress, progress is, is truly the, the method or the mechanism for satisfaction and satisfaction is the, that's the end state is a feeling of satisfaction and and understanding that you're you're never the job's never done or like your 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 work is never done now you're you might complete a project and that might be done but if you if you're hedging all your bets on the completion on like on the next promotion on the next uh, marketing campaign on the next product that you're pushing out on the on on the the whatever if you're hitching it on the on the next thing or on even on one even on a huge thing if you're like i want to launch a business i want it to be successful and i want to hand it off to my kids um and i want this to be a family-owned business that that goes on and let's say all of that works out like you launch the business you go through your ups and downs you learn you grow you're progressing you're improving every day every month every quarter every year for decades and your kids are growing up and they're watching it they they love they fall in love with the business and they're like yes i'd love to take it over and they're working with you and you're having this dream come true of working with your children in this business that you're both so passionate about and then the day comes where you hand the business off and they have it and they're running it and it's going great and you're able to go in every once in a while and they're checking in and they're doing awesome and then you see their vision start to take over and it's this beautiful transition from generation to generation what are you doing now was that the end like is this is the thing that concerns me with that the the quote-unquote retirement time of people's lives and why people croak four to five years or after retirement because what are you doing you hedged all your bets everything was was circled around this thing and now you don't have that thing anymore so Hedging all your bets in one category of life on work alone is bad. And then hedging them on one aspect of that one portion of your life is even worse. You need to spread out, diversify uh, your, your, the things that you're caring about and where you're, where you're placing your bets. And, and I don't just mean financially. I mean like for your progression, for your, your satisfaction. That's, that's the point, right? So getting back to it like if you if you are 
if you're if you're wanting to change and you and and you want to we're back on the train tracks right we're we're back to the analogy that i'm gonna ride which i shifted right from cars to trains it's all good y'all get it y'all understand so you're having the thought you you that you normally have and you're cruising down and it, and it occurs and you react the way that you don't that you normally react that you no longer want to react that way anymore and you're you're like ah oh, crap i just like you walk away and it's you it might maybe maybe you were able to recognize it five minutes after you did it five minutes after you blew up on somebody or, or you did you acted in whatever way it was that was the way that you did not want to react right and it had the consequences that you didn't that you wanted to avoid happening but you did the action you the the event occurred you had that reaction you had the analysis you you took the action and the consequences were what they were which is everything that you didn't want to happen and it happened and five minutes after that you're like oh my gosh i just did i failed one the mindset's already is so wrong wrapped around all of that. Um, and I just, I mean that in the sense that like the fact that you're able to acknowledge it, say it's 20 minutes, say it's the next day. When was the last time you did that? Ever? Have you ever done that? Did you ever look back and think at any time before that that action and this series of events was wrong? Or that that you, you were uh, maybe slightly, uh, took a slight misstep in the way that you handled it? Because if you've never done it before and you did it this time, that's already a win. That's a huge win. That's a move in the right direction. Um, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. Like, oh my gosh. Like, like the improvement from having never recognized this before to recognizing it a day later from, from decades potentially of this action happening to a day. To a day it took you because you you learned you you took the time to gain introspection and to, to figure out what it is that what it is that you're creating through your reactions what is the fallout and um and so you in a day you figured it out and you're like oh gosh I can't believe I did that I can't believe I, after all the introspection I did that but you know what I did and you're able to go and address it and and, and act the right way on the back end and then everyone's going to be like what <laughs> they're going to be super confused because that's not that's not the you that they're used to experiencing with that but if you're able to go in like oh okay that's interesting that's cool i like that like they're understanding and and that's okay that doesn't seem like them you know and, but then you work on it and the next time maybe you notice it uh three or four hours after you do it, you're like oh son of a gun i just did it again like, oh, and I just walked away. It was right before lunch. I'm coming back from lunch. And all right, let me go address it. And then like, oh, hey, there's a there's a new kind of consistency coming out of this person. And it's getting better. You know, like it's happening. It's getting closer. And then maybe maybe the next time you like you're you're getting ready to dig in, you're getting ready to take that action. Like the, the event, the negative event occurred. And you had your and your your mental thought reaction and then you you took action right and now in the middle of your action you're like oh this is the thing that i got so mad at myself for doing before maybe i'll stop now like oh you know what i just realized what i was doing i apologize let me recover okay and then they're like oh god wow 
wow, this is real. Like, okay, this is amazing. And then as you keep doing it, it gets easier and easier and easier because like you're, what you're doing is you're creating, it's not like you're, you're back in the middle of the woods again and you're, you're carving out the new path. Like you're on that five lane highway and what you're doing is that you're building an off ramp, right? You're giving yourself an out and that off ramp, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you're you're getting off the highway and you're probably going onto some gravel road, right? Because <laughs> it's not the new way that you're going. You haven't done a half a dozen times, three to five days a week for the past five years. You know, the past ten years, the past fifteen, twenty years. <laughs> so it's maybe it's a little rocky, right? Each time that you do it, even when you went back from that first time, when you went back and had that conversation the next day, that that's that rocky road, those rocks, the the sharp edges of each of the rocks kind of got smoothed out a little bit. And then the next time, like, oh, okay, now they all got rolled over to to kind of a flatter side. And now it's like getting kind of like cobblestoney, right? And like, so you're you're repaving it each time that you go through this process. And you're building it. And so that way, now you're going to, you, as you keep going back further and further, and like the next step after that, the one, uh, after you, you recognize it in the middle of like you taking the action, the, the goal is to then, the next step is to recognize it while you're having the thought. And so the event occurs and you have your normal, typical negative thought response or whatever, like I said, it doesn't have to be negative. It's just a thought that you don't want to have, right? It's a type of thought that you don't want to have in response to this type of negative event. In the middle of that thought, you're having like, oh, son of a... And you're like, oh, no, you know what? That's okay, because we're going to do this. Like, that's huge. That is that is amazing. Like, think about that and the fact that nobody sees that and everyone will just see your actual response, your actions, and the way that you treat everyone around you while this is happening. That changes everything. What changes you is the final step, the one after that, when your go-to thought isn't even that anymore. It's not even It's not even the, oh, son of a, it's, all right, guys, we got this. Like, that's your knee, that's your knee jerk. Like, hey, we got this project. It's due by 10 o'clock tonight. Like, and your team's the one that's on it. Like, you, and, and your response is like, you know my team's the one that's on it because my team's the only one that can do it. And, 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 and they can do it the best because I've got, I've got Timmy and I've got Johnny and I've got Sally. I've got my crew and they know what the hell they're doing. And I'm so, I'm so happy that this project's our project because that's going to make this client, that's going to make this project 10 times better than it would be if you hand it off to anyone else. So you know what? Thank you and you're welcome because you're lucky you got us. So I'll let you know when we're done and then you go handle it with your team. And that's not even that's not even like a, a faked front of response because there might be a step in between when you are interdicting that thought that son of a when you're interdicting that thought and when you're having the the positive thought reaction there's going to be that kind of half step in between there that that you got to work that's um that 
you're like, oh, when you're translating from the old one to the new one, the, the old negative thought to the new positive thought, it's so you make when you make that full transition, that full step, like your team feels it. And they feel and, and the thing that they're feeling, a huge part of what they're feeling is the trust that you have in them. And thus that trust, when you trust them, it's going to be 10,000 times easier for them to trust you. And so, but then how do you, so, so we get back to the scenario, right? We started off talking about the coronavirus, started talking about, about leaders. And, and this is, this is, this is where it connected for me because you have, you have these leaders, okay? You have, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit on the military bend right now because that's, that's what I saw, and, and this may apply for certain aspects of the, of private sector positions as well, but I'm just gonna lay it out the way that I saw it and, and the way that it kind of unfolded in my head, and, and in my reality through, through my life. So, okay. When I came in the army. I was I was slightly old. I don't know what the average age of someone joining the army is. It probably was it probably is was my age to maybe a little bit older. But I joined when I was 21. I didn't get to my first duty station, my first for real assignment like out of the initial trainings and everything until I was 22. And mo- a lot of people, as I'm sure you can imagine, um, joined straight out of high school. And so they'll be 17, 18 years old. And, um, I'm sorry. Sorry for the random pauses. I'm trying to drink water and trying to hydrate these vocal cords. <laughs> um, so, th- this is the crazy part, right? So, I had a leader when I came in, and he's awesome. Like, he was, he's just a genuinely good guy. Uh, he's still in, he's still doing great things. I'm not going to say his name cause I haven't talked, I haven't talked to him in years. <laughs> um, and, uh, but he was great and he was, he's young. <laughs> he was like, cause he came in like straight out of high school. And so I was a, I was a private and he was a sergeant and I was 22 and he may have just turned 21. He was, I am almost certain that he was not of legal drinking age when he was wearing stripes. And so what that means, when you wear stripes, that means that's in the army, it's when you get promoted to sergeant. Sergeant is the first for real legitimate position of acknowledged leadership in the in, in the army. Um, lowest level leader. Now, like I said, everyone can lead. Specialists and privates can lead, but like the real true first leadership position is sergeant. And so he was, I'm almost certain there was a period of time when he was a 20 year old sergeant, which makes sense. You can make sergeant in two years. So you're 18, you join, if you're real squared away and real good, you can get picked up two years for sergeant, get promoted. And he did, and he deserved it. He was squared away, super awesome, super smart, very motivated. Um, but a kid, you know, and, and I mean, I was a kid too. I'm not saying because I was a year or two older than him that I was, um, I was not a kid and I was more mature, but like, it was just, it's, uh, my, the point isn't my age as much as it is his. Right. And so, uh, at that point as an E5, you can lead, you can lead 
all sorts of different things. Um, at the time, I think you still, yeah, no, you still can, you can be a jump master. Um, so for airborne operations, you lead them. You lead and organize and um, and set up and and, and uh, the entire event for for airborne jumping paratroopers to go through the entire setup to to get rigged up in their equipment to do the inspections on their equipment to do the inspections on the aircraft um, to work with the air force um, to get to get everyone on the plane to get up in the air to do your safety work in the craft to do all your follow-on inspections to have everyone exit out carefully and safely um you can run all that when you're 20 years old you can lead a team and in war you can have you will engage and lead other soldiers to 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 engage in in active war fighting against enemy combats combatants um and that's expected <laughs> that's expected of you and so we we put a lot of uh we put a lot of stock in our leaders and and we put um there's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of expectation and it's the thing that really struck me as interesting is um is is the fog right now of the uh of the virus of the of the global pandemic of covid-19 the novel coronavirus that's going around and and how how we expect leaders to um to respond to that and how how do we expect them to lead um their soldiers soldiers that have potentially came to their first duty assignment Figuring out what it means to be a real soldier in the United States Army. And this this goes for any leader in any position. I mean, this is so difficult when, when you say you just hired somebody and now everyone's got to go home. They've got to telework. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. This is a hard, very difficult place to be in for a leader. Because, like I said, what's, what's the job of a leader? You have to, you have to motivate. You have to instill the vision of, of the, of the company you know, of your business, of your organization. Um, it's your, it's your job to provide direction, um, through that motivation. And so how do you do that in the face of this thick fog that we're operating under? Because like I said, you can get, you can get Every single type of <laughs> of perspective and, and opinion on this that you could possibly imagine. You could, uh, <laughs> you could, you get, I, I was in the store today and I heard this guy like at the outside of the, the, the store. I, uh, I was outside of the, uh, outside of this grocery store and they, uh, they have these hand washing stations and they have the soap and they got these Lysol wipes for the for the carts um, for you to wipe them down and clean your hands and everything before you go in. And um, and most people are going in and they're not saying much. Um, not in any sort of like morbid or um, 
like depressed or like solemn manner. Everyone's like, okay, you know, this is what we're doing and it's what we're going to do and whatever. It's fine. And, um, but occasionally you get a person like what I saw and heard today is that, uh, that wants to blow it off. That wants to, to act like, um, tri- what, which tribe was it? Was it tribe A? Tribe A was that, that looked at the guy that got bit by the snake and was like, Oh, pansy. We'll go back out there. We don't care. And the next guy get bit by the snake. Like, ah, he must be related to Mr. Pansy. And then they, then they lose their third hunter. And now they're down to like one and they're like, or two. And they're like, well, can't kill a Buffalo with two guys. (laughs) Looks like we're screwed. They go to try B to be like, Hey man, uh, can we, uh, can we get some help? And they're all like huddled up in their corner. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, good luck. Um, but yeah, that's uh, this guy's like, oh, God, I can't believe it. This is so ridiculous. And I'm there, and he's like, he's trying, he's not speaking to me, but he's kind of speaking at me. Um, and I won't say his rank and, and mine, and it's not really relevant. I wasn't in uniform, and he was. And, uh, but he just, he, he had opinions. He had, he had a lot of thoughts and he had a lot of feelings <laughs> and he wanted, he wanted someone to know. And, and a lot of people, like I said, this goes back to, um, to how we survive. And, and when we look at each other for solidification or for, for that confirmation that what, what we're thinking is right. And so what I think what probably is happening in this guy's life, I, what I'll say is that he was a relatively young leader. And, um, you know, strong guy, big, strong guy, like good looking, um, and probably he's got a bunch of friends that are, that are similar. Um, cause that's kind of how the army is built and structured is that like you end up hanging around a lot of people that are right around your same rank. Um, it's just kind of naturally built that way. And they, and they, they would like to encourage that, um, avoid fraternization, what have you. Um, and so there's probably a lot of these young fit, like best shape of their lives, uh, leaders that are walking around going like, whatever, pansies, scared of the flu, not even as deadly as the flu, which, whatever. We can get into the stats and we can get into the statistics and everything, um, but it's but it's fine. It's That's a whole other conversation. I will leave all of that and I will leave the guidance um, up to up to you to look at the CDC and, and to follow what they're saying and to look at the numbers, I've I've done my own research and I've got my own thoughts and feelings about it. Um, but back to this guy, he's uh, so he says it's not even that serious, and I like, I'm actively avoiding eye contact, and we're kind of walking side by side into the store, and we're both going up to kind of grab to this first area to grab kind of the same thing. And I was like, Oh, of course he's like, he's like, you know, of course, like, uh, and my, I feel like my lack of response made him already acknowledge that, that I'm not responding the same way that his friends did. <laughs> like, so, so he's like, Oh, interesting. Like maybe, I mean, maybe I need to, to clarify. And so, so he does. And like, I don't know what he's thinking, but he, he decided to clear. Like, oh, I mean, you know, like, unless you're old. And I was like, and I told him, you know, I had just seen some research of uh, scans. I just not what I told him, but this is where this came from. I saw some research from some young people that have fully recovered. 
that went and had chest, not x-rays, but uh, CAT scans or CT scans done of their chests and their lungs specifically after making a full recovery. And this isn't to say that this is the rule. I'm not here to give you coronavirus guidance and what and how to proceed and what level of scared or concerned you should be. I'm just saying that young people that fully, quote-unquote, fully recovered from the virus that are no longer symptomatic after being symptomatic, being tested positive, getting sick, getting recovered, feeling better, and then getting chest x-rays or chest scans done, that their lungs showed a decrease, uh, and I even forget exactly. It was a 20%, I don't know if it was a 20% decrease in in efficiency in in their operation, uh, but it had to do with like the scarring of the internal parts of the lungs. Like this thing can be pretty pretty freaking nasty, man. And so I just said it to him. I was like, I don't know, man. Like I heard something along the lines like like 20% efficiency of lungs, uh, you know, fallout from from young from people that were young that made full recovery. So, and he was like, what, really? I don't know. And I was like, yeah, man, maybe it's worth checking out. I don't know. And I just walked off and did my own thing. But all I wanted to do, I wasn't trying to get into an argument. I wasn't trying to tell him he was wrong. All I wanted to do was to like, to provide him almost a mental out justification. Because sometimes that's all it, it takes. Is like, if I, if I were to start fighting and combating with him, he, it's more likely that he might dig in and it's going to turn into this big thing. And he's he's just going to be more affirmed in, in, in his approach. And that's going to be that. Um, I just wanted to, like, give him the mental out to, like, be like, oh, maybe, maybe there is. You know what? Maybe I'll look. Like, maybe he looked it up. Maybe he looked something up. Maybe he looked and saw similar research that I saw. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he's just going to hold on to that tidbit. But maybe that just, that crack, maybe that created a small enough crack in his mind to be like, uh, maybe, you know, maybe there's something to it. Maybe it's not total BS. Maybe we should be concerned even even if we're not super old. And even just that maybe, even if it's not that clear of a, of a narrative thought in his mind, maybe that subconscious thought leads him to wash his hands one more extra time. You know, like maybe it leads him to, to be a little bit more concerned for his kids if he's got them and his wife if he's got one. Um... But yeah, that's, um, so it's, I just, I want it, that's, that's the kind of thing that I'm, I'm concerned about is, is the reaction in any extreme, in the extreme where like, we all need a bunker at home and we can't leave for six months or 18 months, (laughs) you know, or, um, everything's fine. This is stupid. Like, like maybe, maybe, (laughs) The logic is with Tribe C. Maybe the right answer is, you know what? I'm going to wash my hands, like, more. <laughs> I'm going to be conscious. I'll tell you what, I've already I've already, um, reestablished, like, I touch my face a lot. <laughs> and I kind of already knew this before. And it was just confirmed now when, I'm do- when, I, when I do it. And I've gotten really good at, like, of finding other ways kind of around that. And, and the amount of times that I have to be like, Oh, I, it's the same thing that I talked about before. It's like, Oh, like, Oh, and, and, and like, I got to rebuild this, this f- muscle memory pathway, like the neural pathways to establish a different approach. Um, you know? And so it's, it took time and now it's kind of like this normal thing that's happened. Um, but it's, 
with with all of this, with everything that's happening, how does it how is it affecting you? And I don't know. I, this isn't this isn't loaded. This is not a loaded question. This isn't like it's not really affecting you, and or it really really is affecting you. It's like no no no. I want you. I want you to take a moment, and I want you to really think about how it's affecting you. And I want you to think about this in, in a couple of different ways. How is it, the, the obvious ways that are affecting you, not really looking for you to answer. Like, when it comes to, like, your job, like, oh, well, I'm teleworking. Like, okay, got it. Like, duh. Like, <laughs> like, we know that. How is it affecting you emotionally? Is it? It doesn't have to be. It's not... It's not wrong if it's not. It's not wrong if you are really concerned about it. What you're doing with those reactions, I think, is probably the most important thing. For me, I think that it's really important to... How, what's, the, what's the best way to, to say this? I heard somebody say this really well and i think it has nothing to do with the coronavirus it actually has to do with religion and i really really liked it and i think that it's kind of the way that i like to live my life and like the way that i like to think that i live my life or at least attempt to and it's that it's the it's in response to the question do you believe in god and i like I heard this answer, and, I, and like I said, I think that I'm going to go with it. I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to live my life that way. And it's that I live my life as if I believe in God. I think that that's the best answer. I think that's the best answer to that question, and I think that's the best answer to the response to the coronavirus is that I am going to act as though it is serious. Even if I don't think that it is, I'm going to act as though it is. I'm going to act, I'm going to wash my hands extra. I'm going to comply with the distancing measures. I'm going to stay inside or um, removed from from public situations. I'm going to make sure that my family is okay. Um, even if I'm, even if in my head I'm like I'm not worried about it, and I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm just saying that for you. Even if your head in your head you're like this is baloney. It's whatever. Everyone's fine. Not not that many people have died. It's fine. It's not the way that everyone else is responding, and we live in a world full of other people. We live in a world, like, think about your parents, think about your siblings. Like, this is just a chance for you to, to reaffirm relationships and, and to, to, to re, not rebuild them, but to, to firm up, to firm up the foundations. Call them. Take, take the time, give them a call, see how they're doing. It doesn't need to be like, oh, are you okay? Like, just be like, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure, yeah, a lot of people are worried. How's the, how are the stores? You guys have everything you need? Okay, because, like, those are, there are real things. Um, 
like the cool thing is that the supply lines aren't going anywhere like like stores are getting bought out but like then they're getting refilled back up and then they're getting bought out and then they're getting refilled back up so it's like it's okay it's okay um but check on them and let them know that you care you know and that's it's it's an easy thing to do um if you are that's kind of my advice to people that are like that are thinking that this is this is baloney is I'm not going to tell you to 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 change what you're thinking. I'm just going to ask you to consider what the harm is in acting as though it is a significant deal. That it's a highly contagious, very dangerous disease. What is the harm in that for you and for your family and for the community? And then for those who are maybe on the on the more concerned side, maybe maybe even rounding into the um, the scared side of the house. Now is again, it's the same thing. It's, it's time to it's time to lean on the people around you. Time to and not in person, not in person. <laughs> time to like use flex the technology that we have. Flex the internet. You know, use your phones. Make phone calls. Do video chats. Um, you can be alone, but like, this is such an amazing time. The one hour spread and, and of information, everything is there. Like you can stay up on it, like stay informed, but don't go nuts. Don't go nuts. Don't go looking at your phone every five minutes, looking at the next article and what they're saying. And now there's this many cases. Like what, what relevance does that have? Like what, what impact does what the, what the the case increase from day to day have on you and what you're doing in the house like pay attention to the things like i'm not saying that it doesn't affect you i'm saying that it does but like you need to focus on the things that you can control this goes back to the whole idea of stoicism is that like there are very few things in this world you control in fact like in, according to like the stricter stoics it's like there's one thing you can control and that's loose <laughs> that's a loose that's loosey-goosey on that even and it's let's say like your emotional response to things the way that you respond is in your control and so if your if your response is 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 very highly concerned right now think about the way for you because the answer to get you out of that rut is is in you like you know what is required of you you know what what paths you're going to go on that are going to continue to rock your world so like if you if if the numbers scare you and you're on it you're on this like you're a glutton for this this pain then you're going to keep going up and pulling up different charts and looking at all of the, the scary numbers and, and you're just going to keep psyching yourself out. Um, and, but if, if knowledge is something that helps you and provides you more like, okay, like I understand, like, here's the, here's the risk, here's the spreading rate. And like, they're at this stage with the, with this, like maybe, maybe set aside, maybe set aside some time in the day, right? Maybe set aside some time where you're like, you know what? CDC, like the CDC puts out their information at 12 o'clock every day. They push out updates. So maybe say from like 12 to 1, you're going to, you'll allow yourself to be <laughs> bludgeoned by this information, but not outside of that. I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to pick up a book. I'm going to work out. Um, I'm going to do the things that make me feel good. I'm going to take a nice warm bath. Uh, 
You know, like, it isn't the time necessarily to, to glutton out, but, like, you know, like, treat yourself a little bit. Like, add that bowl of ice cream, you know? But, like, work out, too, and, and, and watch that episode of Netflix. Uh, watch that season, and then, you know, but then maybe, uh, maybe do some journaling. You know, like, uh, maybe, maybe start writing that business plan. Uh, maybe start watching videos on how to make a business plan. You know, like, uh, the, the amount of cool things that are happening right now, what people are doing in response to this is incredible. There's a there's a gal that just started, she, she her and her, like, sorority sisters just started this thing. They're like, I think it's called uh, oh, something Angels. I forget what it is. But it's basically, like, it's this network where you can just, uh, so, uh, like, a central coordinator for, like, each state will will pulled together will link up like an elderly person and and a volunteer and the volunteer basically like gets this like a short grocery list that's like no more than 10 items and they go out they go to whatever however many stores they need to get to to get as many items as they can get and then they go and deliver them to the uh to the elderly person and then the elderly person will have uh they'll they'll pay that person for the amount of the food but not like for the time and not for the gas and not for the service it's that's the donation part that's um that's that's the service and that's that's the entrepreneurship and that's the beautiful part about what can happen in this space i was so excited like this is going to sound really messed up but once this thing happened and once we started taking it super seriously i got really excited because i knew that the opportunities were there for these these people to step up and do these amazing things and so like what what's the amazing thing that you can do and it doesn't need to be earth shattering and 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 life altering for for everybody but like maybe it's just for you maybe it's maybe it's just reading that book maybe it's reading that first book in like 20 years maybe you haven't read maybe you can't maybe you can do that now maybe while you're at home you can read that book for that first time maybe you can write with a pen and paper, and you can write a full page of just your thoughts for the first time since you were in high school, since you were in college, you know, like, this is, this is an opportunity, you have an opportunity now, so I ask you to take it, I'm going to try to be coming back to you, um, depending on how this goes, I, I, I know that <laughs> this can be a rough time, and so if I can, if I can be another voice, another, another chance for you to, to, just have something on and listen to something that's that's motivational and exciting and and provides you some some helpful insights um and and to get you pumped up for the next thing like and I, if I can be helpful in any way I I want to do that and especially while everyone's stuck at home and and trying to deal with the headache of potentially having kids around you a lot more than you're used to um I'm going to try to be here for you as much as possible I love you guys I appreciate you so much and I look forward to talking to you here again next time Oh, by the way, finally, I got a, I'll have a intro, uh, clip coming up for you guys for the interview that I did with Jason Usri and, oh God, this is so amazing. He's a screenwriter. He's in Savannah. Uh, he's, he's done some amazing work. I've watched one of his movies that he's, that he did the screenwriting for. Absolutely incredible, 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 incredible man. The interview was was mind blowing, and I I owed it to you guys for a long time. So I look forward. It should be coming out next Friday, which, if my math, aka looking at a calendar, serves me, would be the twenty seventh. 
So my intent is to get out on the 27th. I would like to get some preview, a couple of previews out before then for all of you beautiful, amazing folks that follow along here. So until then, be safe out there. I love and appreciate you guys, and uh, and just think, what what is what's the one thing you can do today to be better than than you were yesterday? Find that one thing and do it. Make the phone call. Reach out to your family. Tell the people in your life that you love them, and and treat yourself. This is a it's a hard time, but we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through it together because that's what we do. So I look forward to seeing you guys here again again next time. I love you all so very much. 